0: Good morning, good morning and welcome to the SITREP for today, the 28th of July 2020. Uh, This is where I go through what the situation report is globally, Um, where I go through stories that I've found in the past 24 hours and kind of pull them apart from the perspective of prepping and what I've tried to do today um, is organize it a little bit differently. For anyone who's watched these before, you know, it's usually a, a bit of a shotgun blast of of random stories that I find interesting so I'm trying to bring a little bit more order into it, Um, probably not the best time to do it, I'm still in Sweden, travelling around, still doing this um, timber frame building course which is awesome by the way, having a great time doing it, learning a lot of stuff really good useful building skills for the future Um, and that's something we can all start to be thinking about I think is um, what we can do for the future what we can start to really think about, focus on Uh, Building that more resilient life. Uh, So what I'm attempting to do this morning um, is group things into areas. So geopolitical areas. So I'm going to start off in our neck of the woods. Um, Nothing too much on Australia this morning. But let's start in the Philippines. There was a big earthquake uh, overnight in the Philippines, 7.1%. Uh, apparently this report says here that I've got in front of me, which was from Reuters, said four people uh, confirmed dead. I did see another report, which was unconfirmed, said up to seven dead. Uh, but obviously pretty pretty devastating there in the Philippines and pretty close to Australia. Um, these sort of big weather effects, and uh, with more human beings in the world and, and living in more and more, I guess, outside of stable areas more uh, areas that we probably wouldn't have built on in the past this is something we'd probably expect to see more dramatic effects from these sorts of uh, events what else is happening today Peter Rouse on YouTube says live feed working today yeah so uh, I've decided to let it roll on YouTube by the way some people said it worked some people said it didn't I don't really care I'm <laughs> you know, if it doesn't work stop watching <laughs> If it does work, then that's great. Um, otherwise, uh, wherever you get your your um, podcast from, I should be on there on podcast. Just search for Ragnarok Survival and obviously on Instagram as well. Welcome everyone on Instagram who's watching. Um, interestingly enough, uh, volcanoes too. We've had a lot of activity in volcanoes. Uh, so if we push up into East Asia now, so we've I've skipped over Pacific, gone through Southeast Asia, now heading up to East Asia, my next uh, area to focus on, which is a big one. Um, Japan had a eruption last Sunday, uh, which, which caused evacuations, a level 5 alert, um, pretty interesting stuff going on there in Japan, so people evacuating because of a volcano, always exciting. Uh, South Korea has apparently readied a preemptive strike called a Kill Chain Program, which is a pretty cool name for a, a program, I think. So it's like something in a cool 80s uh, action movie. Um, so they, they've developed this program, for some reason put the information out there like, Hey, we've got this Kill Chain Program that's a preemptive strike against North Korea if they, th- if they are going to launch nuclear weapons. Uh, obviously that they're capable of doing it and that they've been ramping up their nuclear capabilities lately so this is kind of like a strategic response from South Korea um, one, of, one of the problems with this is obviously ramping up the tensions quite significantly in this in this area so why, why this information is coming out I into the public space I don't know this should be something that's, that's held very close to the chest for South Korea but um, you know they're putting it out there, and this is this is another one of those flashpoints that I'm always talking about. That that kind of arc from, I guess, this area here, or even a bit further north, Japan and Russia have have been having problems through the Korean Peninsula, uh, China, Taiwan, around to China, uh, India, India, Pakistan, Iran, Israel, and then obviously up into uh, Ukraine as well. So that that whole big arc across the world there is just a flashpoint that's ready to go. There's a few that I'm missing as well um, that I didn't throw in there. A few other little points, but they're they're probably the big ones that could probably kick off World War III uh, at any stage. Um, Okay, so what's happening with China at the moment? Big stuff. That Pelosi tour into Taiwan is still going on, so they're, they're still really focused on this. China's still saying, do not send Pelosi over to Taiwan. We will respond militarily. Well, the U.S. has come out and they, they have said, if you do anything, we will respond militarily. They didn't just back that up with words. That was one of their major generals or their top generals saying that. They've actually now started sending their U.S. Air, aircraft carrier strike group uh, over to the Taiwan Strait. So watch that space. Pelosi heading over to China um, doesn't look like a good, good idea. But that's it's you know this is all adding into the the China U.S. relations and they're they're continuing to sour. Um, this is yet another flashpoint that we're seeing here with Pelosi coming into the game. Um, might be a good sacrifice <laughs> if if U.S. wanted to start a war, sacrifice Pelosi, send her over, see what see what China does. All right, let's swing over to the subcontinent and central. Asia now. Mumbai is on swine flu alert. Apparently, they've had sixty-six cases that have now been registered this month. Um, so that's one to watch out for. Swine flu is obviously a pretty, uh, pretty big worry for anyone who knows their their pandemics or their um, diseases in the world. Uh, keep rolling over to Middle East now, um, there's been a few things that happened in the Middle East but it's more around Israeli strikes and things like that so I'm, I'm going to leave that alone but this was interesting, Iraqi protesters storm parliament building in Baghdad um, What what's actually happening there um, these demonstrators were apparently um, kind of g up by one of, one of the influential clerics there Muqtada um, what, al-Sadr, what that's all about, I'm not 100% sure and I'm, I'm digging into this story but it's just another example of civil unrest, so we're seeing more civil unrest in the world and I keep talking about this, like keep your eyes on this civil unrest, sit, watch it spread because it is spreading at the moment, more and more stories are coming out every day of different parts of the world that are having protests, major protests, protests um, and yes, there were protests organised. I think they were in Brisbane, in in Australia, um, but I haven't seen any news on it at all in the international scope. Uh, let's jump down to Africa now. What's happening in Africa? Uh, Lavrov, which is the Russian Foreign Minister, is doing a tour of Africa at the moment, which is which is quite interesting. Again, um, I'm interested to see where Russia is is. Shooting its tentacles or, or trying to link in with other countries and things like that, Africa is really a uh, a blank slate at the moment. There are a lot of Chinese ties, there are a lot of Af- uh, Russian ties in there, and obviously you've got the ex-colony sort of ties. So there's there's French influence still in in the area. Um, they're probably the main Western power that's actually still in Africa, active in Africa. But apart from that, it was kind of just left by the Western world and China and Russia have come in here. Uh, a lot of resources in this area of the world and so Russia, I think, is trying to tie up uh, some closer ties into into these countries. Um, just to give you an example, Egypt, Congo, Uganda. There's uh, um, there's probably about three other countries that he was heading to as well. So... Um, Hello Shelly two oh eight on YouTube. Good to see you. Well I'm not seeing you, but good to be seen by you. Um Yeah, so they're they're going through Russia's obviously heading into Africa trying to tie up some some sort of uh resource flow there, and I would imagine food as well would be on the, the um the chopping block or on the on the talking points on that table there. Uh a big one for Africa. So Russia could get some good ties here um, and again a formation of what we're seeing of this you know the, the, this alliance here this axis of evil on the other side to us um, now starting to spread out into Africa and, and a little bit wider than I think Western people give you know, want to pay attention to a lot of Western mindsets like no we've almost crushed the Russians they're, they're, they're separate from everyone they're not doing anything. It's just not true. They are out there in the world, they are connecting and other people are coming in. Hey Regan TJ on um rag on um Instagram on Ragnarok Survival. That's me. <laughs> Alright, what else is happening? Sorry, it's it's early in the morning. I didn't get a whole heap of sleep last night. Because this friggin' sun never sets here. <laughs> it's insane. Um uh, Congo. So in Congo, so uh, remaining in Africa now, huge protests in Congo at the moment. Anti UN protests. So they're really unhappy with the UN. They they're saying that the UN has failed them, or at least what the Western media is reporting that the that these are about. Uh, that Congolese are, are are um protesting UN influence in their country, saying, hey, you you came in here and promised to do things and you haven't done anything so now we're going to destroy your your facilities um which i find interesting um i i find really interesting i'm like i I feel like there's more going on here in congo and i haven't been able to dig up the information on it on what's going on there so uh but again this is this is more protests that we're seeing. And there were a number of deaths, I want to say five, five people killed and at least 50 others injured, shots fired by, uh, the protesters are saying shots fired by peacekeepers, peacekeepers are what UN call their their, um, military force, their peacekeeping forces, Um, but it's just the UN UN army, I don't know what else you'd call it really, because that's what it is. Um. All right. Let's jump over to the U.S. now. No, let's go to Europe. Sorry, let's go to Europe first. Um, this one this one jumped out at me because I find it interesting because I'm always like eye on the gold market and the and the precious metal market. Uh, by the way, which is still pretty low. They had a jump overnight. Um, Fed obviously did their rate hike thing. Markets reacted and went up overnight. Um. Gold and silver went up. Silver is still really low. Like, super low. So I was talking to some people here about it. They're, they're saying, that nah, silver will go lower. Everything's going to go lower. I don't know. I don't know. It just looks like a good price to me at the moment. Anyway, gold. Austria, uh, Austria's monetary gold transfer to Switzerland is delayed. So, I've talked about this in the past... A lot of European countries, a lot of countries around the world, including Australia, stored their gold reserves in London. Then some people started to ask questions. And and there was some kind of like, it looks like dodgy reporting. So countries are starting to repatriate their gold into other places, back into their countries, or if they don't have vaults into places like Switzerland, that they feel they can trust more than they can trust London. So they said, yep, let's do this. London's "Yep, yep, no worries, no worries. I, I can't do it right now. Uh, we've got things happening well the latest excuse is well uh, Switzerland said oh look we're, we're working on our vault so just, just hold up there um, it's just a lot of dodgy stuff that's going on with the world's gold supply at the moment I think that maybe they've been fudging the numbers that they've been saying that they've got more gold than they actually have or they've lent more gold out or they've sold it or something like that and um, they, they're not actually sitting on the amount of gold that they thought they were or that, that that the world thought they were, more to the point. So, yeah, they, um, I guess Austria is just waiting on, on that to come through. It's been delayed by a number of years, I think they're saying now. Uh, Germany could s- restart more nuclear power plants. Uh, a couple of Germans, actually, on this course that I'm doing, I've been talking to them a lot about it. They're quite worried. They're quite worried what's going to happen this, um, this winter. Uh, quite worried about prices, but just quite worried about gas supply in, in um, as a whole. So also also they're very well aware that things like wood to burn is not in great supply in Germany either. So German Germany could restart three more nuclear power plants in addition to the three that are still in operation within a few months or weeks. So what we're seeing is the the EU's come out and said, "Hey, nuclear is now green." Let's just turn them back on. They're, they're clearly worried about the, their amount or their ability to create energy at the moment. Uh, more fires in Europe as well. So across, again, Germany, but the, the Czech-German border. Wildfires beginning in Czech National Park have engulfed around 30 hectares of forest. Um, so a lot of that sort of stuff going on in Europe at the moment fires and heatwave smashing them gas in Europe is up 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 overnight Uh, 2350 maybe even 2500 I didn't check it Um, but their gas prices are skyrocketing at the moment Um, huge huge increases overnight Top German airline cancels over a thousand flights due to strike. So Lufthansa has left around or oh, sorry, one hundred thirty-four thousand passengers stranded in industrial action overnight. So they're looking for a pay rise for twenty thousand employees. Um, watch that space. That's going to start happening more and more around the world. Uh, a lot more strikes because this inflation is driving up prices for the individual human being, and we're going to get need to get paid more, and that's probably the only way that that's going to happen um, all right what else we got let's jump over into uh, I don't have anything for South America so we'll go straight into North America to the USA Peter Rouse just said uh, USA discovered gold with tungsten cores in their stores mmm that's not good so essentially what they're saying is they, they put another metal in the side, inside and just cased their Um, their bars with gold so it's not actually as much gold which they'll get get yellow paint out and start painting lead soon alright what's happening in the US ranchers go into panic mode as drought leads to mass sell off of cattle so um, the cattle industry is taking a massive hit in the US at the moment the heat is uh, causing a mass die off of a lot of cattle uh, so they can't sell them quick enough. They can't feed them. The feed costs too much. They can't get water out to them because of the drought. So they're rapidly trying to sell them off, however, quick, like however they can. Um, so there's a there's a, uh, overabundance of, of meat products in the, like going into into uh, abattoirs and things like that. So they're saying no, we can't take any more. So then it's going getting pushed into the pet food industry. They've just said no, we can't take any more. And so then the cattle are dying. They've got to get rid of them. So now they're burning and just destroying uh, cattle wholesale at the moment in the US. Really bad, really bad situation there. Uh, what it's going to mean is maybe cheaper or at least stable beef prices in the short term come 2023. This is going to be friggin' cow Like this is going to be horrific for the meat industry in a year's time. Remember, what we eat now, got planted a year ago, or even got harvested a year ago. We're eating 2021. We're eating 2020 at the moment. 2023, 2024, all these effects that we're, we're seeing at the moment, that's when we're going to feel it. That's when we're all really going to feel it. Take the ride on YouTube. said so fires in California, wells drying up in Texas and Western US. Um, never heard anything about all these cows that died at once in Kansas. Well, I saw a few reports on this overnight kansas is getting walloped um they are getting absolutely smashed at the moment with this heat and apparently uh something to do with the humidity as well is causing a mass die-off um uh, where are we Ranchers are selling off their cattle in unprecedented numbers due to the drought, and that has enormous implications for 2023. The national cattle herd has been getting smaller for quite a while, and now that trend threatens to greatly accelerate. This is all coming out of the U.S. Um, Lastly, in the U.S., the FBI has determined that cell towers outfitted with equipment equipment from Chinese tech giant Huawei... Huawei? Huawei? What? Huawei? Huawei? Huawei uh, is capable of capturing and disrupting highly restrictive defense department communications, including those used by U.S. Strategic Command, which oversees the country's nuclear weapons. Um, A number of countries have have banned Huawei from putting in infrastructure, especially around the 5G uh, network, because Huawei came out to the world and said, we can do it. We can give the world 5G 100%. Uh, A few countries, a lot of countries just jumped straight on board. A few countries went, whoa, 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 whoa. Just just pump the brakes for a second there. Australia was one of them. Uh, UK was one of them, I believe. Um, And they they cited security concerns from Huawei, being that they have a lot of ties to the Chinese government and the Chinese government having a very poor track record of human rights. Uh, So then now what we're seeing is that, yes, it actually... Is quite capable for them to do it, and obviously China's come out and said, "Oh, we didn't, we don't know what you're talking about." No, that wasn't wasn't us at all. Um, but you know, having con- strategic control over over countries' uh, communications is obviously quite concerning, quite concerning, to say the very least. Um, all right, also in the U.S., U.S. issues fifth emergency notice of the sale of crude oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, depleting another 20 million barrels of crude oil from their reserve. Uh, so pumping out another, another glut of, uh, from their reserves. Uh, these, these are obviously huge warning signs, if, if, you, if you know what you're looking for. Huge warning signs of what's going on. The original one was an emergency and Biden said, oh, we're going to put this out and we're going to stabilise the prices. Uh, the prices didn't stabilise. The prices have continued to ratchet up or jump down and then go back up. And and now they're putting more out there. Is this right or wrong? I don't know. Like, you know, you need to make that. Like, uh, people above my pay grade make the call as to whether this is a strategic use. Me personally, I always think strategic is always linked to military use so um, that's what I would be holding back uh, strategic petro- petroleum reserves for is primarily military use, not for market fluctuations. But again, above my pay grade. I think it's a bad idea. Uh, I think it's especially a bad idea because the, US, the Australian uh, petrol reserves or, or crude oil reserves are not in Australia. They're in the U.S., So this is actually part of our reserves that are probably going out. Um, You know, on paper, ours haven't been touched. But maybe it's like gold, you know. Maybe the US is saying, yeah, 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 your your, oil is over there. We're not using your oil. We we didn't touch your oil. Um, But maybe it is actually getting utilized right now. So something a bit concerning for Aussies. Um, So that's it that's it for today that's all i'm going to do uh because i've got to jump into well i've got to jump into getting breakfast soon and more coffee into me but then back into the course back chiseling wood today uh and building a timber frame but that's the world as i see it that's the situation in the world right now increased instability in a few areas um like I said, probably the, the main thing the main theme of today I think is probably the protests that we're starting to see increase in the world um, and this whole China-US thing I think is is something to keep your eye on, what's Pelosi going to do um, is she actually going to head there she's, she's adamant that she's doing it so, but the US is sending uh, naval forces that way now so, a lot of tension a lot of tension happening in that part of the world Let's hope that it eases a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's it for today. So if you've got any questions, as always, uh, shoot them through to me. Always happy to answer anything that you got. But thank you very much for, for joining today. Thank you very much for watching. Um, thank you very much for the, the kind words there. Take take the ride. Appreciate it. But until next time, everyone, keep prepping. Uh, keep your eyes on the horizon what's going on keep your eyes open when you're out in the public space um i did didn't report on a little story that actually happened of a potential shooting that, that was in a um airport in the u.s but details were still coming out of that uh so maybe next time next time but yes stay safe out there keep prepping and uh send proprietors